for me. No, no, it can't be you. You were dead. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is David Soldani of Take2Radio Soaps and Review. I'm standing in for our own Pam Powers, who is on medical leave right now. And with me tonight, I have Carolyn. Oh, hell, the queen. <laughs> we have Candace. Hey, everybody. Candelicious. And we have Anthony. Do I need an introduction? Come on now. Good evening, oh, everyone. <laughs> Our only Anthony. And we're all here to bring you, because we have tonight a special guest. Actor, producer, director, Chad Brannon. And, if I'm not mistaken, this could be him right now. Let me check. Oh, wait. Take two radio helps and review. This is David, who's calling, please. This is Chad Brannon. Hey, Chad, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing good. It's so nice to have you join us tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, Gang, you want to say hello to Chad before we start? Hey there, Chad. (laughs) Great to have you. Hello. Hi. Hey, Chad. Candace. Candace, where are you? Hi, Chad. Hi. Hi. Candace is undoubtedly you your it. number one fan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think everybody knows I that. I think everybody knows <laughs> that I'm I'm Chad's fan. I, yeah. I just want to make sure I he think. knows you're the Candace. The Candy yeah, Girl Candace. Back. Yeah, I know. Okay. See why? Okay, this is every time. Every time you guys get get me to okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, as you can tell, we love our Candace. Well, what's not to love? I love it. Isn't that great? So, um, where are you right now? Right now, I'm actually in uh, Beverly Hills. We uh, had, which is not normal, but um, 
we had some business stuff that my wife and I for our business had to take care of over here. And so we kind of spent the day um, hanging out and doing some uh, meetings and stuff like that. So I'm, uh, I'm over in the VA, as they say, I guess. Okay. Great. Well, yeah. hey, wifey, so, thank you for lending us your husband. She's not here. I wish she was, but uh, you just got me today. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll make sure. So are you re- <laughs> right. Are you, re- are you ready, bud, for us to shoot you some questions? Absolutely. First off, thanks okay. for having me. So, uh, so, oh. so sweet for you guys to have me and think of me, and uh, so appreciate it. Oh, we appreciate you, believe So I'm going to start with um, our supervisor, Pam's questions, who's out on medical. So so she gave me her questions. When did you realize you wanted to be an actor, and what did your first professional role teach you? Yeah, I think I realized I wanted to be a professional actor probably – probably didn't really happen until high school. I had done little random stuff in like elementary school and, you know, and things like that. And was in like the debate club, you know, we're starting that direction in the early years of high school. Um, But then the first play that I was in, I auditioned for and got the lead in the play. And when I got the lead in the play, I remember being behind stage one time about to make an entrance. And one of the theater directors pulled me aside and said, Hey, have you ever thought of doing this for real? And I said, I don't even know what you mean. I, I'm, I'm from Texas. I don't even know what you're talking about. And they meant like professionally. And I said, wow, I, I, I mean, that's not even something that registers on my reality scale. And so that was the first time that I think it became even a consideration that this could be something that I do as a professional. And, um, and I think even in that play, one of the first things that I learned was being on stage. There were different fun things that I would do. At the time, I remember thinking like, oh, my gosh, I would do something and the audience would laugh. And that was just such an exhilarating feeling that the performance that I was giving was somehow moving people enough to have an emotional reaction, whether it was laughter or, you know, in the future, you know, uh, other kinds of emotion that that made me go, wow, this is a really special thing that I'm getting to be a part of. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That was great. So you were both executive producer and director. Um, starring in the short Serving Justice. What was yeah. it like being behind the camera, and is it something you'd like to do more of in the future? Yeah, absolutely. I had a, uh, I had a, a friend who had approached me to uh, actually help with a project that he had um, was kind of given an assignment for, if you will, and uh, his name is Graham Kelly, and um, and so we kind of collaborated on that, and he did a lot of the lens stuff, and um, which was something that I didn't know as much then for sure about, and um, so we kind of collaborated in directing that together. Um, definitely executive produced that. It was really fun and and exciting to just collaborate with a lot of the creative people I was getting to work with at the time, and just loved the process, and uh, it was a ton of fun. It was a ton of work. And uh, I think that was one of the things that I realized was that it's, and it's also, you know, they talk about show business. I think I realized how much business really is behind even being creative. And, um, but it's absolutely something that I would love to do in the future. Um, You know, I think it would just have to do with the right project and the right people and, um, and being the right timing, but it's definitely something that was a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, that sounds good. We look forward to seeing some someday. Thank you. Okay, now I got you. What are the biggest challenges of doing Shakespearean plays, and what has been your favorites? Uh, I think Hamlet was definitely my favorite, um, just because that was always a it was always a role that I wanted to play, and I you know we did it in college was when I I mean I really discovered it in high school just as a play in and of itself, but. Then in college we did it, and I got to play Laertes, and I, you know, really wanted to play Hamlet, and then I got the chance to do that with Lane Davies, and uh, which was just a ton of fun getting to work with him and the cast that we did. And I mean, I, it's super simple. The biggest challenge was learning all those thinking lines, um, and and really learning to make sure that it makes sense what it is. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, learning what it is to communicate and understand what it is that you're saying, and making sure that an audience gets that. I think that really brings a layer of, of challenge and that's kind of the challenge is, is part of what's fun is trying to make sure that people understand that and when they're so used to, you know, to not hearing that kind of, uh, that kind of communication. So I think in the, in the challenge is, is what's fun. It is absolutely true. I mean, learning that language alone, that's, that's a chore in itself. Absolutely. Yeah, being able to use your body and your facial expression to convey what some people won't understand is a huge challenge in itself. Totally. Absolutely. And it's mm-hmm. amazing when you go to a play and you see somebody that's really gifted that does it really well, and you're like, wow, I am understanding this play like I never have. And oftentimes it's because of a particular actor or often because of a director that's, you know, got a beautiful creative vision with the show. But, yeah, it, it really does take – a lot of effort to make sure that, that it doesn't feel like effort, right? So it's fun to watch when it's good. True. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So what actress would you like to be your leading lady and why? Say that again one more time. <clears throat> what actress would you like to have as your leading lady and why? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, don't say Meryl Streep. <laughs> right? I know. My goodness. Um, throw me in the cast of uh, of anything with Meryl Streep. My gosh, and it'd be a dream come true. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I think there's just a ton of people. I mean, Margot Robbie's got that new movie coming out with. Um, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that just looks like a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. She seems like just a fearless actress. Um, and, and seems like she's just doing amazing things. There's, there's so many people um, that would just be phenomenal to work with. Uh, Scarlett Johansson has done so many cool things on so many levels, you know, big budget films and, and art films as well, and um, she'd definitely be somebody fun to work with, um, if I'm shooting for the sky at least. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a ton of phenomenal actresses that are doing great work. I'm sure you'd be great at standing next to any one of them. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Uh, Candace, you're next. Okay. Hey, Chad, how you doing? Candace, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I miss you. Yeah. What's that? I said I miss you on television. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're always, you're always so kind. 
Well, you 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 brought the best of all of us, all the fans who you know, and you know that when you did your event, you brought everybody together. So we thank you for that. You're so sweet, such a gift, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so my question is, when you were in General Hospital, you pretty much hit the jackpot of daytime genre acting group of family members. And on that show, you had such good material. So my question is, what was your favorite storyline during your run on General Hospital? Um, Man, that's a challenge because I had so many fun things that I got to do. you know, I think in the beginning, I mean, obviously when you're, when you're new on a show like that and you're given such a huge gift of, of what that role was and, and all the opportunity that was there, I mean, I got to work in the beginning with Amber Chamblin, which was a ton of fun, and I feel like we were just both such hungry young actors. I mean, she had a ton more experience than I did, you know, when I showed up, but it was so fun. We just jumped in there and had a ton of connection as actors, and, and that, was, that was such a joy to be a part of. And then that storyline kind of moved me into working with, you know, Maurice Bernard and, and Steve Burton and, and those guys were just so fun to go toe to toe with, uh, especially Maurice. I mean, you know, um, he just, it was just one of those things where it just felt like an honor to get to work with him. It felt like a master class anytime you got to work with him. And, um, and so, yeah, I feel like just the evolution of that storyline as it expanded and mm-hmm. grew, uh, was just so fun to be a part of. I mean, there was so many other cool things in the future, you know, um, that happened, but I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's like that zeal that comes when you first discover something. So it was like the right. combination of, of like, whoa, this is amazing to be a part of, and yet also getting to be part of working with some of the best people that ever were on that show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely had that chemistry with, yeah. oh, we got, with not only like the romance chemistry with, you know, Amber and Natalia, Becky and Pam, but also that, like you were, a, it, it was like watching, like you said, a class. Because you could tell you were like studying and you were taking it all in so you can apply for future scenes. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So, no, okay. So, my next question is I'm going to play a game with you. Okay. Now, okay. everybody knows I'm a teacher. Everybody knows I'm a teacher. So, the thing is, is that I like to work the brain muscle because that's the muscle that is. That needs to be worked out a lot, okay? So, I like it. pretty much, I'm I'm gonna give you a statement, but you have to think whatever word comes first. That's your answer, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna give you three statements. So the first statement is, my favorite thing about being in love is. My favorite thing about being in love is. Uh huh. What's your answer freedom. to that? Okay. Okay. If freedom, you I feel like be... when you first when you okay. first find love, I feel like there's just such a freedom to it, and uh, you know it's one of those things. It's easy. It's supposed to be easy, and uh, and I like that. There you go. If you could be any superhero other than Superman, it oh, would come be. Come on. Do... <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I can't take that one. Can't take that one. Um, if I could be any superhero, I would probably Other be Spider-Man, than- so my kids would think I'm cool. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I'm too old now. I'm too old now 
But if it was like, all right, I'm going to be old Spider-Man, then they would think I'm cool. So, Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Real quick, Chad, you're not that old, okay? So you can play <laughs> Spider-Man, okay? I'm like, you know. <laughs> okay, you know what? what makes like we, can we get Chad on, on, on the new Marvel uh, shows or movies so we can prove this point? Thank you. I appreciate you it. Calling the CW. Calling the CW. Sure, no, calling Disney's. Disney's on Marvel stream. Hello, they just released all these okay. new shows for Marvel Universe. Okay. Screw and that. They're, they're, yeah, see, there's the comic book geek coming out of me. All right. All right, I the like final it. question, the final statement is, my children mean? The world to me. They are a gift. And I'm, I'm so the thankful for my kids. I learned so much from them. And, uh, and, and whether it's, you know, how to how to love better and, and to love more freely. And, um, and I learned so much about being a dad and what love and life really is about. There you go. See, it was yeah. painful. It wasn't that, that wasn't hard. It wasn't hard at all. No, no you didn't hurt me. I was a little scared, but I, it was great. <laughs> well, thanks, Chad, good, for that. <laughs> you're good. Okay, Carolyn, you're up. Hi, Chad. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm I'm new to this venue, so I had to do a lot of research on you. You've covered so many projects in your career, drama, comedy, theater, voiceovers. Is there anything that you miss doing that you're not doing now? I think the... The elements of discovering a character, kind of really going deep with the character, are where there's like freedom to uh, to really explore the depths of a character and like what makes a person tick, um, you know, and having something that's consistent, whether it's like being on a TV show or a, a film that's going to take a good amount of time, um, you know, and I think I think I maybe even explored that more being on General Hospital, so maybe like a, a primetime show or something like that where you really get to explore the depths of a character, you have some sustained amount of time uh, to just really explore that all that a, that a character can be. I think I missed that. Oh, good answer. Good answer. By the way, I saw Richard Burton do Hamlet in 1962. Oh <laughs> wow. I am jealous. Yeah, if you, That's uh, if, you have, if you have a chance to ever see, um, and it was on stage, he was um, phenomenal. It was, it, Hamlet yeah. is 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 a great is a great play, great play. Definitely, I definitely I definitely watched his version uh, on film, and uh, it's it's one of the great ones. It definitely uh, offered offered courage to take on that part because he had such courage with that part. Oh, so you did uh, you did research? Okay, oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've done TV, film, theater, which is. Uh, which which one has helped you more um, doing your voiceover work? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, let's see. I probably I would say probably TV um, because you have to have this ability to be directed and not have ego and be willing to mold and I think the only other thing that also really comes into play is music and uh, I think you there's almost a musicality to fitting into a certain spot 
um, when you're doing voiceover. So it's, it's like the ability to be directable and not have ego with that and the ability to like have timing. Oh, and well, you're a musician as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. Amateur for sure. But, uh, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so TV. Okay. Well, very good. Well, thank you very much. Great meeting you, and we'll keep um, tweeting and Facebook and all that good stuff. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Anthony. Welcome, David. And here we go. Hey, Chad. Anthony here. Hey, hey, Anthony. Hey. I definitely want to piggyback on what Candace said before. Um, I remember Super Soaps, and I don't think the fans realize how much fun you are in real life unless they've been to an event. So kudos for that, first off. Um, Thank you. My first question is going to bring you back to the general hospital days again. And, um, you know, every soap has its teen um, surgeons where, you know, their teen scene just blossoms and explodes. And it's, you know, when people look back at general hospital teen scene, there's two that are memorable. And the second one being, you know, the surgeons of, of you guys, your, you know, your cast core characters, Liz. Emily, you, so on and so forth. Um, and, yeah. you know, you guys you guys came, most of you came sort of green to it. And, you know, you're a Texas boy. You were hot as hell. Um, I'm wondering in real life, <laughs> if you can tell our listeners, what that felt like when you started to realize, A, you were part of a super couple. B, you know, you were hitting all the, you know, the fan magazines. And, and you were just, you were the it boy and part of the it couple. What was that like in your real life? you know, friends and family, so on and so forth, going to the grocery. Well, that's, uh, thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know that I uh, tried to let it go to my head in that way. You make it sound very fun. Um, I'm like, let's go back. That sounds fun. Um, it was, uh, it was exciting. Definitely. I think, I think when I first landed General Hospital, I remember it sounds funny, but like, you know, I was, I was really young when it happened. I remember calling my mom and going, mom, I made it. I don't know what that means, but I made it. Um, like I'm about to be on this, you know, huge show. And my mom was a huge fan of general hospital. And so, you know, it was cooler for me to be on general hospital than it would have been to do like a movie with, you know, Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt or something at the time, you know, I mean, it was a huge deal. And then to have that opportunity for that to actually blossom to something that, you know, I mean, I was supposed to come on for six weeks and die. Uh, you know, or, or get, get, you know, kidnap Emily and maybe I was going to die or maybe I was going to get arrested or whatever, you know, but it was like, it ended up extending to something that became much bigger than that. And it was just an honor. I really think it was. And super fun at the same time to show up to a supermarket and see your face on there. And, you know, I always used to love hearing my mom tell stories where she'd be at the grocery store and she'd like point and go like, that's my son, you know? And, uh, and that's super fun. You know, I think my, my friends that some of them did live in California that were from Texas, I think always did their best to try and keep me humble. And, um, and I think that was really helpful actually to go, you know, like you're really still just Chad from Texas. And I feel like my family did a good job of that too. And, um, but we had a ton of fun at that time and, and it was fun being with a great crew of other young actors that were also hungry and also going through that kind of, you know, explosion at the same time. So it was fun to have a little healthy balance of both. Nice. Well, I always like to to ask if, and you sort of answered about Hamlet, but if you could play any role, what's your dream role? 
I think if, I mean, out of roles that maybe exist, you know, um, that definitely, I mean, I would, that's just like one of my favorite roles to have played and, you know, would really love to play it even again. I think that's out of the roles that really exist. That would be something that's fun. Um, there's just such complexity to it. And so I think when I, when I think through a role that would be interesting to jump into, you know, I think it'd be fun to originate a role that really is something that has um, a deep exploration like that in it that really has complexity. And I think, you know, that was one of the things that I tried to do with Xander um, at that time, you know, you're speaking to general hospital was, you know, there was a layer where it could have just been seen as a two dimensional bad guy that came on and again, was supposed to be there for a short amount of time, but I really just looked at it and went, man, bad guys don't know they're bad guys. And they just think they're trying to do the best that they know how to do. And, and I, not judging your character is a big thing for an actor. And I think I just looked for the levels of why he would do what he would do. And so I think when I think through other characters that I would play, it would be that, that there would just be complexity to it. So I think those are the things that would exhilarate me about any future roles. Nice. Well, the thing about Sander, the thing about Sander was at that time, you know, the chemistry was explosive. And that, that solidified making it more than a six, you know, a six-week run. But beyond that, you could see, like like Candace said earlier, you could see that you were just mastering everything that they throw at you and trying to trying yeah. to put all the layers of complexity so that we felt his vulnerability. And not many actors pull off vulnerability as well as as you did with that role. You know, especially that you had to be hard and be a bad boy and then be, you know, vulnerable and, and lovable for it to all work as well as it did is a, is a testament to, you know, A, the writing, of course, but also what, you know, what you brought from those pages to, to our screens. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. I so appreciate that. Yeah, we had a great writing team at that time. I mean, I never forget my first day of actually being on set, you know, sitting down with Elizabeth Cordy and, and, you know, Mark Teschner and just going like, okay, tell me everything I need to know about any interaction that my character has had with anybody on the show ever, you know, like with a, just a notebook, you know, like just a student, like teach me what I need to know to understand, you know, Port Charles and all of its complexity and how I randomly fit in that or not. And uh, so the writing staff was a gift to me at that time for sure. Well, absolutely. So before we let we, you go, we know your time is, is precious. Can you tell our listeners where to find you, what to, where to look for you coming up, and, um, you know, where to find you online? Sure, absolutely. Um, ChadBrannon.com is my website. I'm on Instagram at, at ChadBrannon. You can find me on Facebook there uh, as Chad Brannon, of course, as well. And um, I've got a – I'm the voice of Mazda right now, so you can hear me on Mazda commercials. Um, on History Channel and CBS and Fox. Those are kind of my voiceover jobs where I'm a promo voice, so those are really fun. I've got a movie that's coming out soon to be released called uh, Taking Your Daughter, and uh, that was a really fun project um, that gave me some complexity, again, to explore, and so that's fun. And then my wife and I have a company, Carly Jean Los Angeles, that we are just excited about. we got a men's line coming out, and that's at carlyjeanlosangeles.com. And you can find us on uh, Instagram as well there. So we're just always up to a bunch of stuff in all those different worlds. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Absolutely. Thank well, you, Shannon. So it has been delightful speaking with you tonight. Um, you know, 
we yep. hope you enjoy your time as well. Absolutely. No, thank you so much for having me. Just and feel lots of love. Just extremely great for your time. Likewise. Thank you so much. And we hope to hear you back. Do a shout out to your number one fan, Candace, before you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Candace, I'm giving you a, a hug right now. I'm giving you all my love. Oh, I'm so grateful. Oh. It'll be fun to get to be on the phone with you. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> Returning it right back. Returning it right back. I'm jealous. <laughs> Coming to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Take care of yourself, Chad. All right. Thank you guys so much. It's such a pleasure. No problem. Thank you. All right. Y'all have a good one. Well, listeners, that was another awesome and interesting conversation that you can only hear on Take Two Radio Shows with Pam, David, Candace. Carolyn, and of course myself, the only Anthony. <laughs> that was very else, good, guys. Where, where else can you find them picking on me? I'm just saying. <laughs> where else do you find a show where one star is spanking her and another star is hugging her? Drum roll, please. <laughs> Take to radio soap. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he he's he, he's he's good people. He is really, like you said, he's grounded, and that means a lot to, you know, especially us fans because he's actually kept in touch with with some of the fans, and not a lot of people, you know, who go away from soap do that, you know, and you know, so yeah. yeah. Well, and like you had said earlier, one of my super soul adventures down in Disney, I mean, he was the life of the party. There was a huge group of us, including Melissa Archer and Natalia, and, and he was just so much fun. He didn't care whether you were on another show or you were a fan. If you had something exactly. interesting to say, he was all about it. Okay. Yep. And of course, I mean, I could have, you know, not, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard, but he was the first person to let me hold a daytime Emmy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. put it out there. <laughs> but now he's good people. So much success to him. And I, yeah, I can't wait for this movie. I wanna, I wanna find out more about this. Yeah, that sounds interesting. And, of yeah. course, we can always hope that, you know, him and Rebecca are out in the Port Charles universe somewhere. And right. uh, maybe they can drop in for something interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, be because I mean, he, he did. He, I was just yeah, going to say, they were doing that like, twin storyline. They could always pop up like, oh, hey, you know, Emily's twin, Rebecca, Aaron. let's go find her. And yeah, here's Aaron. Xander lookalike. Yeah. Don't do that to my heart. <laughs> 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 that was like my dream. <laughs> I know. Well, guys, if we have to make it enough, maybe one. we can make it happen. Sure. So, it's been an interesting Good. couple of weeks in soap. So, I think yep, it's time for us to days. head over to say Good Old Salem. Good Old Salem. Hail. Our queen, who is back from her summer hiatus, Carolyn. 
Hello, hello. What, Carolyn? Well, um, how does everyone like the um, the mask scenario? I thought with Susan and Xander the other day was priceless. Are you wishing oh, well, it were uh, over? Or? Yes, I know where you are. Yeah, when uh, he hid the mask, Xander hid the mask on on um, <clears throat> Kristen. Yes. And she had to end up being Susan. Susan, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna. That mask I'm, is I'm gonna step. A lot of traction. That mask is getting a lot of traction on this show. I know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna step in and say that you know I understand the chatter online that it's getting. It's bordering on on the the level of ridiculous ridiculousness. Yes. Yes. However, I'm gonna stand on my soapbox that I stand on often and say. We as soap fans have to honor the, you know, suspension of disbelief and belief. You know, if we want a certain character to come back from the dead, even though their head's been chopped off and literally they found body parts <laughs> in six states, then we also have to be willing to go along for the ride when, you know, there are multiple masks and multiple characters playing each other, so on and so forth. Quite honestly, me personally, I think it's been a refreshing storyline. It's, you know, Patty, uh, Patty, excuse me, um, Stacy Hyduck, I mean, if that isn't, she's so humble. If you've listened to, I can't wait to get her on this show, but if you've listened to other interviews, you know, she's, she's so grateful for the opportunity to be playing the parts that she's playing and to have the, the you know, the amount of, of screen time and dialogue and so on and so forth. And quite honestly, she is knocking it out of the park. I don't want to say Eileen who, but it's almost to the effect of, like, Eileen who. You know, if they yeah. ask me today, who would I yeah. rather have as Kristen and and Susan, and, and let's hope they bring a couple more characters because she just knock, knocks them out of the park. If they ask me today, I don't know that I would actually pick Eileen over Cece. She's made these characters so fresh and alive that I don't know that Ash, you know, that um, Eileen stepping back in would would be a boom, you know. Um, I, I'm thoroughly and thoroughly enjoying the byplay of all the other characters who are finding out and why they're not, you know, the reasons why they're not saying what they know. It's it's a storyline that's been told over and over again in different ways. But once again, Ron yeah. and your team has made it fresh enough for it not to be, you know, oh, okay, we know this is coming. Oh, okay, we know, yeah, jaded, exactly. Um, I'm loving it, absolutely loving it. Did anyone see it today today where um, (laughs) the look on Nicole's face when Brady said about the mask, uh, her expression was priceless. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you've got to give, You've got to give Ari Zucker also an amazing amount of props as well. I mean, you know, for her to come in and take an established character that she's been playing for all these years and then infuse the subtleties that let us know that it's not Nicole. It's not Nicole behind that mask. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a hard, that's a hard road to hoe, so to speak. You know, especially when you're so ingratiated <laughs> in playing that character for so long. You know, to be able yeah. to, Ari, my hat's off to you, sweetheart. I, I, you're doing an amazing job. Stacy, 
you know, Paul, 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 Xander, Xander, Xander. I, you know, I can't say enough about when he's bad, he's phenomenal. When he's vulnerable, he's so damn adorably phenomenal. You know, there's nothing that they haven't thrown at this man that he hasn't that he hasn't pulled off either. Right now, this storyline is definitely the shining the shining star of Days of Our Lives. Having yeah, said that, I'm wondering. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm wondering how you feel about how it all blew up with Claire, Eve, uh, Jack. What, what do you feel about all that, Carolyn? Because we haven't had you in a while, so spill, girl, spill. Yeah. Well, and uh, Claire did a phenomenal job, and I hope, I hope that she's just in the sanatorium and she will be back. Amen. She was on today. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. Do you think Eve is going to get her just desserts, or do you think she's going to slip through yet again? Well, she's not going to get them quite yet because she's uh, she's <laughs> she's switched the serum, so <laughs> they're going to drag <laughs> that a little. <laughs> oh, she she's like the devil in the blue dress. <laughs> she just keeps rising from the ashes. When the, yeah. when they now, were going to switch the serum, I said, "Oh, David." Wasn't yeah. it announced a couple of months ago that um, True, um, whatever her last, True O'Brien, I think her name is, the actress that played Paige, yeah. was coming back? Yeah. So really? It, that that was still a go-ahead, that. right? Yeah. I, I think I, think I know, might have missed that. Much, I didn't see it. No, I didn't um, see it either. Yeah, there was an announcement that she was one of the people that was in, that was going to be fleshed out in the... Um, the aftermath of, of the doors. Um, from, oh, you, you know, mean the, like the warehouse. Vivian and... Yeah. She's oh, one of them. No, in oh, the... oh. Oh. oh, her initials were on one of the doors. Okay. I'd love to see her back. She's realize. a great little actress. She does, um, she does commercials down here in Florida. I don't know if anyone else has seen her. Does she do I think that would be an amazing kind of tap to the Eve storyline. Um, to bring, oh, yeah, but you now, know, Jay, now, yeah, but now JJ's uh, involved with Haley, so that would that would really throw a wrench into things, right? Well, uh, no loss as far as I'm concerned, but you know, we all know how I feel about the Haley JJ storyline. <laughs> 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 I think Haley should go off into the sunset with um with Trip, but you know, that's oh, okay. just my personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think and they're going to play the drama trip. more. Yes. I believe. Do you think? Correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony. Last air date August 27th. Yes. August 27th. Although it, there was a buzz online that he will be returning for a short arc uh, through the holiday, the Christmas slash New Year's Eve. Uh, coming season, so I guess that means they would be taping that now, and that's why it's buzzing out there. So this won't be the last that we see of Trip, which I'm grateful for because I honestly think he he was not used 
as well as he could have been used. I mean, the last, unfortunately, when actors are leaving, they get the most amazing storylines. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, we've seen it on the Bulls. It's beautiful. Sure. We've seen it. Yeah. And Seems so be, yeah, I think when they yeah. saw what he could really do, they probably scrambled to say, hey, you know, how can we get you back? Uh, and hopefully they're doing the same thing with Olivia, uh, you know, a.k.a. Claire. I mean, because yeah. she the, the layers and shades that she gave us the last couple of months were just phenomenal. And the aftermath mm-hmm. of coming back to town after being the town psycho would be so fun to, to watch play out. They'd be afraid of her. Well, Haleywood. Haleywood. Yeah, Haleywood. Yeah. Absolutely. Just fine. Now, when did, yeah, what's um, what's standing out for you back? on days right now? Let's say it again. I said, what's standing out for you on days right now? I mean, whew, I mean, there's a lot going on, but again, the whole Eve, Cassie the Private is giving me life. Even though I know where the storyline may be heading, I kind of like, I like the wickedness of Eve. Um. <laughs> It, it's kind of it's kind of refreshing to have. I mean, I was thinking about this. Do we have a character on soap that tries to play both sides? Like, like, oh, I I want to help, but really secretly I don't. Like, I kind of you know want to help Jack, but I don't. You know that situation. I'm saying, Stefan and Gabby, come on now. I mean, <laughs> my God. <laughs> If loving you were, was wrong, then I don't want to be right. I am no, enjoying that. Wrong, wrong. I want to be so wrong, yes. but I'll be right. But I, and I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying seeing Haley go a little crazy. If we're oh, gonna, yeah, if they're gonna do what I think they're gonna do, then yeah. have her like you know, kind of have those moments. Um, other than that, I mean, right now, days is sort of at, in my opinion, a Stand still for right now until probably like mid August September. That's when the fire will come back, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that yeah. when Steve Nichols comes back? That's what we got. See, we got a, a, a legend coming on for. She tweeted out um, saying it was going to be only fifteen episodes. Robin Strasser. Oh, and I'm looking right, forward. Right. Okay. I'm looking forward to that like nobody's business. And listen to me, NBC. Listen to me, Days. There's a lot of times I'd be going after you for not promoting the, you know, like <laughs> if they won the best drama series at the Emmys. But this is one of those things where I need a fall preview. Like, you gave right. me a summer preview. <laughs> you gave me a, a, I need a fall preview, like coming up this fall on Days. The legend, the icon. For a limited run only. What's ro- what's Make ro- sure you- what part is ro- what part is Robin gonna play? I Vivian. mean, there's so many. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going- oh. okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Okay. So this is where you know, <laughs> and I don't. Here's the thing: Robin can play any kind of role. She can play a good nature woman, mature woman. You know. But think about it. Vivian could be Dorian's cousin from another mother. Or yeah. the mother's side something yeah, like true. that, you know. Yes, amen. So, so I'm kind of, ho- I, I mean, I'm I'm going to say this. I know a lot of people are, have high hopes. I'm just glad to see Robin back on daytime. That, I'm just going to be honest with you. So thank amen. you, Ron. Thank yeah. you, NBC and everybody. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Chabby. 
Chad and Abby. I need, well, I saw pictures. <laughs> I, I mean, I know that, you know, yeah, I know. But I, I want to see where we're at with the Jack story because I think it has more to do with Jack than anything. No. So I want to see. Yeah, so that's my prediction. Why Chad and Abby are returning? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Matthew needs some layers, so. Yeah, they need to do something. I think that's the low point for me is Jack, in all honesty. The way, I mean, for Jack to come back for the upteenth time and for this to not exactly see, I even have baby commentary. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that with Jack, they need to do something because I feel as though this may have been one of the um, not-so-great moments. Um. I mean, I'm glad he came back, but the writing, uh, no. So, so I'm looking forward to whatever happens with Jack, Jennifer, Chabby, you know, Stabby, and Wilson. Well, Doctor yeah. Cutie is coming back to throw a wrench into Jennifer, Jack, and that whole, you know. Um, God forgive me, but I mean, it's so damn boring to just. But Jack, remember yeah. us. Remember I like But it's like we've seen it before. That's the, I think that's the problem yeah. is that we've seen Jack with amnesia before. We've seen Jennifer try to use another guy to get Jack either to remember the good times or to remember their to just be jealous. And it's kinda like, all right, it's the same merry go round over and over yeah. and over again. And it's kinda, you know, it's not it's not what it was, you know. After after the first ten times, it starts to get old. But I do. Oh, well, I just thought about something else real quick. The baby just reminded me, Xander. Xander. <laughs> Xander's keeping me alive on days of our lives. He gives <laughs> me life. He, him and Sarah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to miss. I, I'm going to miss Cal Louder. I am. I am going to miss him. But bring on the Eric, Xander, and Sarah. Bring it on. Oh, there we go. And, there we go. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah. And bring in Brady, too. Freeze company. Um, there you go. Freeze company. <laughs> okay, so pay attention, Ron, and your writing staff, because here's the moment that I'm waiting for, and I know I speak for a legion, a score of fans behind me. This is what we want to see. We want to see the moment where Xander breaks down in Maggie's arms and says, but I love her. I would do, and I would, I would turn my whole life around for her. Tell me <laughs> that I'm, tell me that I can't have her. Tell me that I'm not good enough for her. And that whole kind of scene where he begs Maggie to believe in him and fight for him for Sarah. I think a scene like that would put gaze into the upper stratosphere. We're all mm-hmm. waiting for that moment where mm-hmm. it's on the line. I'm either going to be good or bad, and this woman is the one who's going to who's going to save me, or or doom me to a life of, of of horror. Yeah, yeah. And the only actress on daytime, right? Well, not the only actress, but one of the only actresses. Melody could probably pull it off, um, but we're talking about days, so you know the incomparable Suzanne would play that beat for beat and it would be such a phenomenal, phenomenal scene for days. I am I am begging you, Ron and your staff, to please give us this. 
please, please, mm-hmm. please give us that. Maybe maybe we should all gang up on Ron and just uh, tweet like three or four days in a row, one right after the other. Well, maybe but, he'll get but you know what? Ron, Ron, Ron is so good at social media and everything because I'm pretty sure y'all saw the little boo-boo that happened yesterday when NBC, mm-hmm. Days of Our Lives, NBC yeah. page has said Stefan is going after Kate. And they used Tyler Christopher like a a, a scene from you know from oh, when Tyler was on. Yes. So everybody was like, um, did you know Brandon use a Tyler Christopher mask and wear doing <laughs> that? And then and then somebody Ron I forgot what Ron tweeted, but Ron tweeted out and it was like you know he's that's why I call him out of the current head writers and stuff. He's the modern writer for this genre because he's bringing in a little bit of current mixed in with what's happening in the genre and he's trying you know he he is trying you know we fans we all can't be pleased at once but he is trying so you know kudos to him and like i said i'm on a fall preview i'm on a fall pre- yeah. preview <laughs> promo yeah. i want to see brady shirtless i well, want to see all right i got ready. it okay <laughs> Sure and, yeah, <laughs> that's like a, like a like like an episode in you know like how they had the the strippers the male strippers the, yeah. for the front and like in honor of Caroline's memory or something like we're gonna do you know there we go. have a little charity strip show and we're gonna honor the Caroline Brady Medical Center I don't know yeah you know you, you know what see it too. if we do go down that road let's get Drake up there let's get um. Um, Roman, um, what the hell is his um, name in real life? Let's you know, let's get them up there too because these are some fine looking men. And daytime is not all about women in their twenties. It's women in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies. And 70s, some of them yeah. would like to see some Drake and some. Um, what about um, John Anderson? Okay, that's <laughs> going a little too far, girl. That's going a little too far. <laughs> Wait a minute, some people might. You just now said some people would like to see. So you can't say and and what about um 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 uh, uh Bill Hayes? Singing some you know I'm okay with Bill Hayes and I'm okay with Abe um uh Abe what's his name? No, but John Anderson no no. Davey Crockett, I can see it now. And there'll be like a Magic Mike episode. They'll be like Davey. Come on, girl. Can you see Victor walking out to? I'm too sexy for this auction. Too sexy for this auction. No. 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 Baby. <laughs> that's going to be, that's gonna be no. in our listeners' heads all night. If you that's, listen to it at night, if you go, you know, with the earplugs, you're going to be like, no, they didn't just mix. So it's raining men with Davy Crockett and say Bill yeah. Hayes get up on stage and do like a magic mic. Okay. No, no, no. You're way welcome. too much skin. Candace, way too much skin. It, Sorry. It would be too much skin. It would be bare skin, Davey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Well, before we leave Salem, David, how about you? What are you loving, hating, and needing more of in Salem? <laughs> I'm loving Cassie DePiva. She, they really know how to utilize her and move the story along. I think she's finally like one of <laughs> mm-hmm. the saving graces. We we always need those characters to move story along. Um yeah. if 
if everyone was all nice like Jennifer, then you wouldn't well, probably have a good enough story. But, but, but see, Jennifer used to be, she used to have a little side to her, too, and I don't know what happened. She had a side to her. One Paging time. Frankie. Oh, yeah. Someone call Frankie. Bring Frankie back to Salem. Sorry. I'll just have Eve with well. JJ. Just have JJ and sleep even, with Eve. Even if, even, if, even if Jack gets his memory back, if, and and tell me if I'm wrong, when he fell down the elevator, they weren't getting along yeah. then. <laughs> yes. I don't know what she's remembering or what she what, where she where she is, but there's something not you know. No, well, Jim, you know, might need I mean, to chalk it up to he saved their daughter's life. So whatever she was feeling before the elevator actual incident, he saved their daughter's life. So he became saint again. You know, you oh. can you. You can ride that road if you want to, and I guess that's the beat they're playing. But yeah, I, I have no. I remember Carolyn. <laughs> I have I have nothing to say about that. If you're somebody who has a bad past, you do one good thing, and then everybody forgives and forgets. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go because. Well, maybe because, because she got all his money. Didn't she? Didn't Jennifer get all the money? From the part of when Eve, when he can come back looking for the money from the book, and yeah, all. yeah, yeah, that's why they fall into the category that all four of the soaps and all the ones that are defunct have fallen into, where the history that they portrayed doesn't match with the story that they want to tell, so they rewrite it a little bit, and and that's where the suspension of disbelief comes in again. We have to. We have to remember the glory times of Jack and Jennifer and not the fact that they were actually going through it, not the fact yeah. that for a year and a half it was, yeah. oh, I love Jack, but I really love hell. Daniel, but hell. I like Jack, but I like Daniel, and mm-hmm. this one makes me but, feel this. But I like Eric. Me. Don't forget Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But he really loves Nicole, so I can't give him my whole heart. But okay, Nicole yeah. said hi, Eric. My name's Jennifer. How are you? <laughs> and Jack comes back and is like, "Oh my God, Jack, you're back for the uptape time." Oh, Wait, oh, yeah, and I want to know what Jen's done with all that money. <laughs> well, I wasn't getting a new wardrobe. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, did I say that out loud? We could suppose that a good bulk of that money went into the defense funds. You know when um. When you know um, Abigail went off the rails, she definitely yeah. had to spend a right. good We don't talk penny. about that. We don't talk about that. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. We don't talk. Can I say something wrong? <laughs> we don't talk about that. That's right. Yeah, because I feel as though everybody on that show, am, like excuse, is a no offense, but a issue. That's how come they do bad things. It's because they all have issues. Have well, issues. you know the one thing I want to say, days. You know, I hardly ever ask you to pay attention to any other soaps, but I'm going to say <laughs> at this moment that I'm loving that they're not making a full-scale issue of it, but they're definitely addressing on General Hospital the cost of medical with Jordan and, um, and Curtis and so on and so forth. You know, we could have our characters, Jennifer, like, oh, you know what? I don't have an influx of capital for, for the spectator right now. Look at yeah. how much I spent on Abigail's defense. You know, oh, hey, yeah, you know, some real life. I got a budget right now. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just say that the spectrum is going through, like, situations like, sadly, you know, some of our favorite magazines and stores are going out of business because of the new way of reading magazines and hearing TV shows and stuff, the Internet. So wouldn't it be interesting to see Jennifer trying to keep her audience 
and yeah, also yeah, moving with the new times. Wouldn't it be interesting? I love the Days of Our Lives podcast with a certain someone um, and, and the, the format mm-hmm. of it all. Wouldn't it be interesting if the spectator had a, a, a copycat, almost like One Life to Live did in the very end with, um, uh, with the soap? Uh, you know, if they did a podcast oh, yeah. and she sat down with Eve and she sat down with Adrian and she sat down with Victor, you know, and did a little, you know, a little banter back and forth and, and got, you know, the unabashed kind of monologue inside, inside these characters' heads in a podcast form. That'd be a lot of fun. Yes, it would. That would be. There it would be. Within, but... within the show, yeah. Yes, yeah. Ron, you don't have to pay <laughs> me. Just just put my name Anywhere. in a credit somewhere saying, Hey, Anthony Corona of Take Two Radio Soap. Um, you don't have to pay <laughs> me, but you are more than welcome to use my idea, my bro. <laughs> I mean, there's been plenty of times where everybody's probably came up with some kind of idea how to promote days, you know, like have like you said, have a show within the show because Bold and Beautiful did it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Bold and Beautiful did they it. They both on it. General Hospital did it. Mm-hmm. One Life to Live did it. Another World did it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Now, you, you brought up a well, very we're gonna interesting... Have to, we're going to have to hound Ron. We're going to have to hound Ron. <laughs> That's all I have I think worry. we need to hound Ron to get up on this show. Ron, my buddy, yeah. you know, we've spoken. You, you know me. I know you. Come on, both my, my friend. And and it yeah. will be a lovely, lovely conversation. We'll devote all two hours to you and your vision of Salem. Well, I always Having said that all, why don't we hop over writers. to L.A.? You know, the town was only like seven people. Excuse me, eight people. Eight people. It's no, eight. one went Thank over you. the cliff. She's dead. She's definitely no, no, dead. No, 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 honey. You're forgetting, you're, forgetting, you're forgetting some people. There is an eight. There is an eight. There is an eight. There is an eight. And I'm so happy about this. It's eight. Per, it's Perfect. eight people in LA now. Eight. All right, girl. All right, girl. Okay. Take the lead, girl. Go so, ahead. So, it is with great honor, and if anybody knows me, knows me. You know, this is one of my top ten actors. It is my great honor to say, "Bold and beautiful, you hit the jackpot. You better not screw this up." Emmy Award winner, daytime legend. You know him as Lou Jack, Nick. David Charles from Young and Rossless. You know him as David Hayworth. You know him as Demos on Days. Ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Irizarry has joined the cast of Bold and the Beautiful. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Yay. Yay. And Carolyn's going to start watching now. He came into my my feed the other day, and I want to know if he's still with his uh, girlfriend, uh, Donna. Does anybody know? Don't even know. Oh, okay. she's a she's a she's a dress designer. I I follow her. She's really good, but I haven't. He went into real estate. He's been doing a yes. lot of stuff behind the scenes. Uh-huh. So. And I say this okay. this came out of nowhere though. That came out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, it did. But okay. I was like, we can all yeah. say that Bold and the Beautiful is definitely the king of the shock moments. They, they have are. given it to us over and over and over again. Shock casting. Shock moments. Let's say you know Katie died as you know as because she was murdered by Quinn, only to find out it was a dream. Um, oh, that, she that, was that, popping yeah, up okay. out of nowhere, even though it went nowhere. When she popped up, we were like, Oh, oh my God! Oh, don't forget, Anthony. Don't forget the 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 latest one though. It was a scene right out of a horror movie, The Ghost. I'm I'm telling you, that ghost better win an Emmy. 
Right? Right? I felt so, that emotion. I want to say this to hey, the powers that be at the Bold and the Beautiful. We are waiting for your end of summer Labor Day bash that happens every year. Where there is beauty, <laughs> there is brawn, there is sex, and there is just un, unfettering eye candy to look at. Make sure you have Vincent Irizarry flittering between Brooke, Katie, and Quinn. All three of them. Have Shauna, have what about Shauna? All three of them. Oh, forget Shauna. Those three are enough. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is, but, there, um, is there any word? Is there any word on what part he's going to play? Is he going to be so a villain? Gonna, is he going to be nice? So basically, um, what they're saying is he's going to play a big part in this whole reveal of that. I mean, of whole the whole baby thing because that is coming up. So he's going to play a we, doctor. I yeah. So. It is getting ready to explode. Explode. Thank God. I remember, guys. Still well, I hope so. Fun. I hope so. They need, yeah, they need, they need something to boost it up. They and need you're doing more big death on deck. Say it again? There's still one more big death on deck. We don't know who yeah, else is, is dying, but there's one more person to go. There is. Oh, yeah, there was. It yeah, is. There is? Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, did tease that. Yeah, and I'm hoping it's not who I think it is. Uh, uh, I'm going to get sick if it is. Should I, should I well, say? Mine, go ahead, girl. On the last show, we all had our, we all had our thoughts, and it went three ways. Mm-hmm. My guest just left the canvas, and I thought he was going to be Go ahead, Candace. I really am hoping against all hope, but get it all against all hope. <laughs> um, I'm kind of thinking Thomas now. Oh no. Okay, and now see, yeah, I was I was so saying Sally, but lately I've also thought Thomas, and to be quite honest, I don't think I'd be very upset if it is Thomas. If he went out in a fiery, the way we wanted Ashlyn to go out, um, if they do it with Thomas yeah. and redeem themselves, I won't mind. I won't mind losing Thomas. Now, if it's a a fuddy duddy, you know, like secondary almost kind of feeling, then I'm going to be really pissed. But if they let him go out mm-hmm. in a blaze of glory, so to speak, even though it's a manic crazy blaze of glory, I'll be all right with that. I really don't want to lose Sally. I love Sally. Absolutely love her. I love Sally. Love the actress. Yeah. Um, so I really don't want it to be her, but, you know, all friends are kind of pointing to, if it's not Thomas, it's going to be her. I feel as though they, because they, I was thinking about this. I mean, I know I've said it, you know, everywhere pretty much saying that Bold and Beautiful, the way they have Thomas, is like a Lifetime movie. And if you're a fan of <laughs> Lifetime movies, you know how it's going to probably play out where it's this big dramatic because pretty much he's getting, he's getting to be, he's about to be cornered. You know, you got Flo drunk, running off her mouth. You mm-hmm. have Detective Liam. Who would have ever thought Liam was smart? Go ahead, Liam. Go, call TJ Hooker and get on the force. Go ahead. Um, you have, I'm telling you, you know, something in the water. 
a something in the water. Right. Mm-hmm. He probably probably yeah. went to see the doctor about his head trauma all those times. But um, no, I mean, I just something's going to happen that Thomas is going to feel trapped, and I think he is going to do something to himself. Which is going to be a, a debate amongst fans, as always. So, I, yeah, I'm thinking Thomas, because that's going to be the shock. And I know fans aren't going to like it because it's another, it's another of Taylor's kids, He's a Taylor and Ridge kids. That whoa, my right, but but let me float this theory out there real quick for you guys. The best outcome for this would be. For someone, and Candace, I know you're going to know exactly who I'm thinking of, someone off canvas right now coming in and saying, we're going to fake your death. We're going to get you out of here. Will the fans know or not know? You know what? It could play both ways, and it would be great both ways. Girl, you know who I'm talking about, right? I'm, there's, three people. Girl. there's three people I'm thinking. Taylor, because we don't know where she at. And if you follow social media, yeah, you already know that answer. Um, they could also see. I'm thinking Taylor. Mm. I'm just thinking her because she knows the damage that her child is in. You know. Mhm. So unless Sheila, but you know that ain't gonna happen. Um. And. I mean, as much as I'd love it to be Sheila, it just doesn't make sense. Although, if they could find a way to make it make sense and bring her back and bring her back to the canvas, I would rejoice. I would be singing from you know the top of my building. I would get up on the Empire State Building and start screaming out to the Greater New York area. But I do think if Taylor, you know, quickly snuck back into town, helped him set it all up. And bye bye, you know everybody, and it turned into a murder mystery. Who done it? I mean, that's the best way to propel this story forward. I would I would absolutely rejoice at Bold and Beautiful for taking for taking that option and taking that route. Um, mm. however, I have a feeling that the scapegoat's going to be poor Sally, and you know they're going to try to find a way to redeem. Hope's going to want to help him. He's damaged. He's been hurt, blah, 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 blah. We all know he killed Caroline. You know, the only person who don't want to know that he killed Caroline is poor Hope because she needs a baby. (laughs) Didn't it it make your um, hair stand on end what happened today with Thomas and Douglas? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh me, I didn't see today. What happened? So basically, so basically, Douglas. Oh my God, I'm gonna feel so bad when he grows up in a couple of months. So basically, Douglas overheard that baby Beth is alive. Thomas, pretty much, you know, he's been trying to. Because pretty much Hope doesn't really want to be, like, she's marrying, she married Thomas to ha- so Douglas can have a mother. Okay. Exactly. That's the whole gist and of it. And by the way, kudos to those scenes between um, Kelly, you know, Brooke, Kelly, and um, Hope, Anika. Those were some awesome mm-hmm. scenes where she was saying, don't do this. 
don't, you know, there was some raw emotion. Kudos to those teams. But go ahead, Kansas, continue. Yeah. Um, so basically, that's pretty much what Hope is Marion Thomas for, is to give Douglas a, a mother figure and to put her love that she would have, she would have had for her <laughs> child with Douglas. Thomas, on the other hand, you know, he just wants some. He wants to be like, okay, I finally got hope, da 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 So the conversation happened, and Douglas had overheard and said, you know, baby, that's alive. And Thomas was like, what did you say? Basically, Thomas threatened to leave Douglas in L.A. while he goes back to New York. So Douglas was like, well, hope is going to stay with me. And Thomas was like, do you think she's going to stay with you? She's my wife. We're going to go into New York, and you're going to be by yourself in Los Angeles. Basically, if Douglas says anything, Douglas is going to be abandoned. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Aww. So, Thomas, so Thomas, so if you didn't watch today's episode, spoiler alert, there you go. Douglas, yeah, so pretty much Thomas said, Thomas said to Douglas, you cannot say anything to anybody. Do you understand? And Douglas is like, yeah. He goes to the mirror, and he says, baby, Beth's alive. Baby, Beth is alive. Beth is alive. Oh, interesting. So now we have Tom, we have Douglas now knowing the truth. Okay. I would Mm. love to throw one more, one more baby into this mix. I would love if Douglas and Will had a play date, and the two of them, you know, kind of had little machinations on how to bring this all to light. I love me some Will. Will is an awesome little boy. <laughs> they make some, They bring some cute kids onto the show. Hello? Yep. Hi. Yep. I, I would love to see the by-play with that. Will is an awesome little boy, and the two of them together could definitely make waves. But that's just a fantasy thing, you know. Probably not going to happen. Now, I'm going to pose the question to, to my co-host out here. Denise, a.k.a. Mama, a.k.a. Shades of Amber and Tawny, um, was she worth the hype? Are we feeling it? Where, where where do we feel right now? I got my opinion, but co-host, David, go with it. Denise, how you feeling? Denise? Oh, mm-hmm. Denise. Um, well, we tried her with Bill. She could probably try with Eric. I'm, there's not many people out there for her. Mm-hmm. Bring back Rick. Bring back Rick. But, but besides the point, Candace. Mm-hmm. Oh, bye, mom. See you, mom. Bye. She reminds me of of Amber's mom. First of all, Sean, she reminds me so much of of um, Amber's mom. It's not even funny anymore. Um, I, I mean, there's really nobody. It seriously is not. I mean. Ridge is with Brooke. Uh, Bill is with there's, Katie. There's Rick, not enough Rick going on. My, yeah, Rick in my my alternate universe, if I was writing for Bold and Beautiful, would have had an affair with Amber 
and Rick and Amber and Maya would all have been back by now to, to you know, with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Uh, Eric, he already has a, 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 a he, yeah, he, he's taken. Um, Justin, yeah, okay. Um, Carter, since I'm not going to get Carter and Stuffy. Unless they bring Thorn back, like they say they're going to. Maybe Thorn. Or Deacon Sharp. Or Deacon Sharp. Hello. Oh, yes, Mr. Deacon. Yes, 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 Candace. Okay, well, news on that front. Um, Whoever Thorn may be, and as much as we've had some drama with Windsor Harmer in real life, I would love for Windsor to reprise the role. Um, the role of Thorn will be back on Canvas for November sweeps. So I'm looking forward Yay. to that. Probably around Halloween we'll get some like, oh, hey, Eric got a phone call from, from Thorn, and and then Ridge will get a phone call from Thorn, and then Brooke will get a phone call from Thorn, and boom, he'll pop back up on, you know, November 2nd. <laughs> so, or the special Thanksgiving episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's just say. Like, look, look, everybody, it's Felicia Thorson. What? I know. Caroline, you're still with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. As long as Vincent's at the table. If Vincent's at the table. (laughs) I swear. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. I'm I'm about to get Vincent Irizarry and Thorsten K back on my screen. You know what? Thank you, Soap Jesus. Thank you, Soap Jesus. (laughs) Appreciate you. Thank you. Now, here's the thing. I don't want him tagged on one woman immediately. I want him to play out the chemistry between him and Katie, him and Brooke, and him and Quinn. I think that the (laughs) juxtaposition between those three women and the chemistry that he could have with those three women and the storyline that could be played out because of the chemistry that he has with those three women would be amazing. So please, Bold and the Beautiful, please, please, please heed a soap fan of 30-plus years. I'm not going to say how many in actuality, but please understand, do not lock this man down to one woman immediately. Let him play the field and let us love the slow burn. Like Usher said, let it burn. (laughs) Yeah. Now, is is there a favorite actress that you would really, really like to see him with? Heather Tom. Have the time. Sorry. Thank Have you. Mm. Yeah, me too. Thank oh. you. Really? It, it, mm. it's, 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 the, it's the so fed in me that it's like, okay, now two, like, my actors, you know, like, like I said, I love Vincent Arizari. Like, I wasn't around for the Lou Jack years when God like, but I was there for the Nick McHenry years. I was there when he was on Young and the Rufflers. I was there. Santa Barbara. I was there, of course, for all my children. Yep. And I'm sorry, real quick, General Hospital fans, y'all screwed it up. But thank you yep. so much, all the beautiful <laughs> fans. So, um, you know, days of our lives, he was wasted. I'm sorry, I gotta be. I have to speak my truth. So now no, that I agree, he's on the, I agree. The, I agree. But I think yeah, Heather Tom's a little young. She's a little young. Too. It no, doesn't no. matter. No, 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 Caroline, listen to listen to me, okay. <laughs> I watched all my daddy issues. She got daddy I, issues, and he's the right daddy to step right well, in and help well, her solve them. Well, not only that. Okay, okay. But here's mentor, the thing: on whatever. all my children, on all my children, when on the online version, him and Lindsay, um, Corman Hartley, they had some 
smoking chemistry. Okay. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he he can play. Look, Melly, look, he can play old with older women, younger women. It doesn't matter. He is that cat daddy who can like just make it work with any age group. Just saying. Call him Moses. Okay. If they give him and call him, oh my Lord Jesus. Mm, let me stop. <laughs> Paging Bulls in the Beautiful Paging Bulls in the Beautiful casting, by the way. If you can bring on Marge Doucet as another mother to another brother of Vincent Arizari, if you can work <laughs> that into a storyline, work. The two of them have had amazing chemistry on both shows they were on. Bring it on. You will, you will pull in the fan base because Vincent Arizari is one of those actors that everyone who loves him has followed him from every role he has been to. He is going every to bring role. you a new fan base. Absolutely. Regardless if it didn't work out that well or not, he had a fan base. He's yep. really good on Twitter. He's really good on Twitter. He'd go on there. He's and good tell on him. social media. Yes, he's he really is. a yeah. first. Yeah. 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 I like that question, Carolyn. Thank you for asking that. Yes. Ultimately, I think the best choice to play him with will be Katie. But don't rush into it. Let him play with Quinn. Let him play with Brooke. Let him play with Katie. Wait a minute, Anthony. Hold up. I just thought of something else. Vincent Arizari is going to be on the same show as Don Diamant. You know what? I can't. I can't. Yeah, I thought of that. <laughs> oh, Lord. I can't. I can't. Think about that Labor Day pool party, girl. Uh, yeah. I think there's going to be fireworks. I hope. I hope. Yeah. They exactly. need it. Oh, they my need God. It. All right. Thank so you. We've done LA and LA's been fine. We've done LA. Let's hop on a plane and head up to Genoa City. Lord Jesus. Okay, okay guys, I'm, I got I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. Well Carol we need you here next week. You know we got something good coming up next week. You gonna be oh, here, right, girl? Oh, oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Yeah. No, Pam will whip us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, Pam will whip us. We can't say who, but girl, you need to be here. You need to yeah, be here. I That's will. all I'm gonna say. He's one of he's one of my favorites. Oh my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, Bye. I'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Have you a lovely weekend, show. Queen. <laughs> I'm gonna go spend that extra three bucks that I earned, uh, Anthony. <laughs> Get a creamsicle <laughs> for David. Somebody's got to drink a creamsicle for that poor boy. <laughs> oh, I keep asking. I keep asking. I'll, uh, when I when I hit that uh, that mother load, I'll let you know. <laughs> Thanks, Love Carolyn. You, Carolyn. I'm working Talk on it. Week. I'm working on it, David. Okay, guys. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye for now. My lovely, my lovely wonders. We're going to head to Genoa City. Yes. And, um, yes. Oh, I'm shaking my head. If you guys could see me right now, I have such a sad, sad cat face on right now. Meow. Yeah. Meow. I got some. Um, I have to. I have to comment on one thing. It was a ahead, certain David. spoiler. There was a certain spoiler that said that Sharon was going to be the custodial guardian for those three months, and here it is. It turned out to be Victoria. Way to go, Young and the Ruffles, for screwing over the fans. I love it. They, 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 uh-huh. they. I like what they did. I like how they did that. I like how they did that. I don't that. know if. 
I don't know if I don't know if the spoiler where it came from was you know I don't want to give out the name of the place, right? But um, it said that Sharon was going to be rewarded, and here we watch it, and it turned out to be Victoria. And I don't know if I well, don't think they even looked at soap outlet. They, that certain soap outlet is notorious for taking the clues. That the soap that a soap will throw out and juxtaposition them and running with them, and you know I want to say that there are probably about a sixty forty percent right and wrong um, ratio. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is that they present it to us as though it's inside knowledge, and then they pretend as though it never existed once they're caught up in their quote unquote bullshit. Um, I do love absolutely loved that the Young and the Restless threw that little wrench at us. Um, it was a perfect little kind of foil to a storyline that is just not popping. It's just not doing it for me and a good bulk of the fans. Candace, go ahead, girl. I know you got something to say. Candy girl? Candace? Oh, wait. Did she, did she drop? I wonder if she dropped. No, she's, no, she's I'm still here. there. I'm still yeah. here. Okay. I was just saying that I love that they, that they gave us the red herring and that they actually whipped it out that way, but in a yeah. storyline that's just not really doing it for me and a good portion of the fans right now. It, it's, it's, it, it would have worked if it was like five years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. just feel as though all this is, is – and it's too rushed. It's like, okay, again, what's the motivation be- behind Adam wanting his child, even though he gave up the legal right, the person right, when him and Chelsea yeah, burned said. that letter? Not only that, with Sharon, you know, making a, a vow to stage. Like, I feel like – you know what? Where's Kelly Sullivan at? I know she's on Henry Danger on Nickelodeon, but I need I need them to rebring stage. Mm. Mm. Because if if I we're like going to go there, let's go there. You know what I'm saying? Like let's really go there. Because I feel as though everything that we've seen in the last five years has been a lie, has been a blur. It's like, you know, when Pam had the dream that Bobby was dead on Dallas, and then all of a sudden he's in the shower. Good morning, darling. Mm. That's Okay, so note to Josh, who I want to succeed. Josh, I want you to helm the glory that could be and should be the Young and the Restless. However, you want so much to make it the soap that you wanted it to be five years ago that you are, you came out strong bringing back the storyline, bringing back those characters, playing them out the way that you did. In the end, it's Fell flat, you know, Chloe fell flat, Um, Chelsea is falling flat, but kudos to you, you know, you brought back Doug, which was a huge, huge, you know, huge plus feather in your cap, but you can't have the show that you wanted to have five years ago today, it just doesn't work, my friend, so take a look right now where you're at, and regroup, quickly, buddy. Regroup a little bit. Quickly. David? Uh, yeah. Right. Um, what I what I said in the beginning when he first came back, 
And then I said, where was the love and all of that? And that you'd want your brother back in your life. Oh, sweetie, I promise, little he just baby, turned, the rest of us will get better. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, David. It will, it will. Um, I, just, I just, I see people like turning on him on Adam now that weren't then, and it seems it just seems strange for me. Michael did everything to yeah. keep him from going to prison, and now he's helping Kevin. I can see well, Adam I'm... looking for Chloe. I can see that. That he'd want to do it himself. That's the part I see. That he want to, yeah. he would want to go after Chloe. Yeah. And and the thing is, they're making Chloe out to be a victim when she wasn't really much no. of one herself. Here's the behind the scenes look at it. They need something to tear Michael and Lauren apart. It's quite obvious where they're going with this. They want to open up both of those characters to new relationships. It doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel right. So, you know, um, are they pushing Lauren into Jack's orbit? That's my guess. But, you yeah, know, again, stranger things have happened. They look nice and friendly, but I don't know. Are you for a Jack and Lauren pairing? Um, I'm 50-50. Let's put it this way. I love Lauren I and Michael. I, I absolutely I love, love them, but it's a soap opera, and they can't be happily ever after. That doesn't exist in any of the four soap towns that we have left. Um, could they go through something and come back, like a Lillian Kane kind of scenario? I Yeah, I think they could weather one more storm. Um, do I think that Lauren and Jack would be an interesting slash hot pairing? No, I don't. I, I don't think that the the chemistry exists, the history that they have doesn't support that. So if that's where they're going, it feels a little pushed to me. Um, but again, it's a soap opera and they, you know, they need to generate stories for these characters to exist. Otherwise, you know, send them off on a round the world cruise and we'll see you in a year from now on somebody's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the return of the Phyllis? Now, we all know how I feel about Gina. We all know, you know, I think she did a phenomenal job. Um, How do you feel about Michelle Stafford so far? I like her. I think she's following Gina's lead as she went out through the form. I mean, she's her pairing with Adam on a business level, um, it's interesting at best. Uh, I couldn't... It's unexpected. Um, 
but I'm going to give Michelle a chance. I'm loving everything Michelle is doing. She's done it for 15 years. Yeah. I'm loving everything Michelle has done. I think that they wrote the character so far into a corner that nothing right now feels organic. Nothing feels quite right. Um, If they give us an explosively emotional reason to connect with her and Adam, I think that that could actually be a very interesting pairing. But we haven't seen that yet. Um, You know, and then, of course, there's Mr. Mustache. And there's nothing that that man does that doesn't turn to gold. Um, (laughs) That's That's very true. He might not. Well, there's there's, um, an article saying that he's not very impressed with the story he has, but he has faith. I think, and you know, know actor is so, some, at times. They're not going to like it every time, but they have to do yeah. it. And I think the soap world, you know, as much as none of us really want to see him retire, the soap world is actually kind of holding on with bated breath. Like, if he does retire, if he is going to, you know, going to bow out, then that would be an amazing, hopefully, let's hope and pray, that would be an amazing storyline. So they're all kind of gearing up for that announcement that may or may not come. I think he's kind of yeah. holding on throughout this contract right now to decide whether or not he's going to renew. I think, you know, he's done it for more than half his life. And if they're just going to continue to tell the same stories over and over again, he's probably out. Um, and so I, I don't blame but no matter what, he's not phoning it in. He's giving every performance his all. And, you know, that's, that's the Eric Braden slash Victor Newman that we're used to seeing. Yeah, I, I think it's just us two, Anthony, because Candace, Candace dropped, and she may not be able to come back because her phone. Okay. So let's... Um, yeah, she says her phone is dying. How about that? All right. All right. Technical difficulty stuff happens. Um, I think yeah. my girl would agree with me at this point. You know, the Young and the Restless is back in a floundering mode. You know, he set a lot of stuff in motion that is not quite panning out the way we hoped it would. And I think even the way he hoped it would, um, I think it's a huge, huge misuse of Eva LaRue to bring her in as a secondary character when she's the tour de force that she is. I mean, she She could come in and revolutionize. Yeah. She could come in and rip this canvas apart. I want them to keep, I want them to keep her. She is. Me too. She is amazing. She is amazing. And like I said on the previous show, I said, um, I am so sorry I missed her and all my children, um, and that's on me. Um, but I'm so glad to see her now. She is a force. She can, she can take that whole show prisoner if she wanted to. Absolutely. I think they're afraid 
to shake it up too much. And that's that's a shame because as far down as they went in the previous year's storylines, a great shakeup would be a breath of fresh air at this point. I'm even, God forgive me for saying this, I'm even tired of Kyla Lola, you know, and that whole, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, it, it needs, and that part needs a little shake up. So actually, I think there is something that in Kyle's past in New York that he doesn't want to come out. And it could shake them up, which they need. If Celeste isn't going to do it first, I bet you she finds it. True. Very true. And that would be an interesting way to go. One last, you know, one last Young and the Restless comment for me. As much as I'm yeah. loving Devon and Elena, um, I think both of those characters would do well with a refresh. I've been saying it for years, and I'm going to say it once again. And if Candace was here, I think she'd be jumping up and down and jumping back on my piggy, piggy and on my back. It's time for Devon and Abby to, to, to realize what's between the two of them. And I think Elena would do very, very nicely. Hey, this is a shocker, but I'd love to know what your thoughts are. I think Elaine would do, uh, Elena would do very nicely with Nick Newman. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Elena and Nicholas. Well, it's, it's a woman that he's not, he's never had. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you know, one thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I I didn't mean to say it in that. I mean, it's no, that type true. of woman. I mean, she's nice. She is. There's nothing. Well, at least nothing right now that we don't know of that could shake them up. I mean, she's decent. That's why I like I like about her. She's a decent. She seems to be a decent character. And um, and if her mother's death is haunting her, um, uh, I see your point. I mean, it would be nice to see Nicholas with someone, um, you know, not in his current path. It'd be nice to see correctly. Nicholas with someone who who. Elena would absolutely understand everything he's been through. She would understand the impulse to be Victor Newman's son. She would understand the impulse to rebel against being Victor Newman's son. She would bring out the humanity in Nick that's always been there that, you know, no one wants to highlight because they want his money. They want his power. Um, That would be a refreshing little relationship. And quite honestly, the sparks between Devin and, you know, Devon and Abby – I mean, you know, we've been playing that beat yeah. for like four years, and it never happened. Like, bring it on. It never happened. I, you know, I want to see them like one night having cocktails up on the deck. They put one of them pushes the other one in the pool. Before you know it, they kissing. You know, he's in a full piece, mm-hmm. three piece suit. She's in a cute little cocktail dress, and bing, bang, boom. It's like, oh my God, where have you been all my life? Well, right in front of you, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> you want it now? <laughs> you ready for it now? 
Because we all are. I know it. And it would be good for the impact to have Nate and Abby in on that. Mm-hmm. You can throw them in. I mean, they already hit the sheets. Well, you know, fan, you know, what we want and what we'll get may be two different things, but hopefully someone from Young and the Restless is listening tonight. And well, of course, might we gotta... be taking a few notes. Again, I don't require any renomination. You can just put my name in the credit saying, oh, we would, you know, we thought about this because of what Anthony said. <laughs> Having said all that, more, more, more of Tracy Kane. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I can't. I can't say enough at how when those scenes come on, it's like a breath of fresh air. It truly is. Do you think it's over? No. <laughs> no, I think they're, you know, trying I was to get to a moment, for the moment to tell a bigger story. <laughs> say that again? Were you surprised of the outcome? That she turned no. him down? No, I'm not surprised at that. Um, if that's the end of it, then I will. Then yes, yeah, so I'm surprised at it. But I don't think that's the end of it. I think they're gonna pick it back up in a week or two from now, and you know we'll see her rethinking her decision. We'll see him, you know, kind of playing to the friendship, but the friendship turning into, yeah. No, I don't think that's the end of it. I really don't. I hope it's not. I hope. I truly I do. hope not. And you think we'll see Crystal come back into that picture? Yeah, she's not done. She's not done with the Young and the Restless. She'll be back. Um, but I, I'm I'm hoping that they they play that out first and have an actual, not the beginning of something, but you know the actual. They've already established. Yes, this is something that we want to try, and then and then they bring her back into the mix. That would be. That would be good. Now, the other thing I wanted to get into you is that same website mm-hmm. said that they were writing JT out on a possible for a possible exit, and that's why this storyline is going. They think um, they think JT's I, on his way out. I see where they're going with that. I don't think that that's actually. I think it's another red herring that we're going to be surprised in a couple of weeks at the twist of that storyline. Um, I have an idea where it's going. Remind me next week. Remind me to because I want to see what happens in the next couple of days. But I don't think that they're writing him out. I think that there's a secondary I level, don't. and I think. Someone is about to Someone jump, you know, come back him. to say that again. I think he's being gaslighted. He is, but it's not someone on the. I I truly believe it's not someone that we see on canvas right now. It's someone that's going to pop back up and and surprise the shit out of all of us. Someone who we're waiting for. Someone we're waiting for. Someone Absolutely. Who, who Candace is waiting for. Absolutely. Girl, I yeah, you. Um, yeah, I would like to see him back. Yeah. 
So I think we need to revisit that the next show um, because the next week is going to definitely give us some clues based upon the recap, yeah, you know, the, the story recaps that I've read. Yeah. Um, two weeks. I'm oh. pretty much done with Genoa City. Any final thoughts for you? No, those are the two that I had in mind I wanted to come across. Well, and, then, and let's chugga-chugga-choo-choo on the hot little train cross-country to Port Charles, upstate New York. Okay. <laughs> My happy place? They said, I love you. Yeah. I was waiting for that. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, we already know. <laughs> I, lo- I love you. I mean, I can't help it. Anthony, I think those two are just, I don't know, what is it, and I never asked either of them, well, no, I asked Caitlin that question, but what do you think it is, an oddity at that soap where two relative newbies can bring together such love and make it look good? Well, I mean, it's it's soap formula. I'm, I don't want to, like, discount your awe and wonder in it, but he's the adorable, hot, beautiful man who does not know how beautiful he is, who does not know how strong and powerful he is, foils with, you know, the heroine that needs that strength, that needs that, you know, that power behind her, but also he's so adorably human so cute, so nerdy that, you know, there's, it's, it's almost in a way a retelling of Spinelli and Maxie with, you know, yep. instead of one beautiful person and one normal person, two beautiful people. Um, two beautiful people. You know, and, two beautiful people. And if we go back to it, I mean, Lucky and Liz were two newbies at one time. Absolutely. And to, to bring, you know, Candace's little crush in our, our early interview this, this evening, Emily and Xander. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, General Hospital, their, their forte is building the teen romance. They do it better than anybody, you know, anybody on air right now. And for the most part, they do it better than most of the other soaps. You know, we had AMC in the 80s with Tad and Jenny and Greg and, yep. you know, that whole – that whole teen scene, but General Hospital really, yeah. really does have the knack of of taking the young, fresh couple and, and bringing them into into superstardom status. Yeah, they they just they just seem to fit, and his courtship that and was almost like an old fashioned type court courtship getting together. I was rooting for them. When, when he pulled her over in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weren't you? I mean, <laughs> I've been rooting for Chase himself since day one. I mean, he was fumbling yeah. and bumbling with trying to get his relationship with his brother intact. You knew that the vulnerability, you know, that's my favorite thing in a male actor. Sometimes in a, in, in a female actress, I mean, somebody like Maura West, I mean, forget it. I mean, when she's vulnerable, it's it's almost as good as when she's, you know, straight up at Shekuku. But, um, you know, especially in a male actor, when he can play vulnerability the way that Josh plays it, 
you know, you just, yeah. even with the scenes with Finn, you just wanted Finn to be like, oh, my God, you puppy, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've treated you like shit because how could you not? You're so adorable. You know what I mean? And, he's, you know, pairing him with he's her likeable. was, it, my God, likable. It was, it was believable. It was, it was, you know, it felt like two friends that you have in high school that, you know, you knew they couldn't get it together, but they were going to eventually get together. And they find, you know, and that's, that's, you know, they finally said, I love you. Enough said. You know, we've been panting, waiting for this. No, we just need need them in good story where they fight to stay together and not to bring Chad in there. Yeah, I'm liking Chad and Sasha, uh, Michael and Sasha. I really am. Yeah. Um, you know, again... I like Maxine Peter, but they don't they don't have the sparks. They don't they don't leave me breathless. They don't leave me panting. I'd like to they see need something. Michael Yep. I'd like to see Michael drift back into Maxie's orbit and, and realize like, wait a minute, why didn't I ever look at this before? You know, this yeah. is the perfect woman for me. Um, as much as I like him with Sasha, I don't think they're a couple men to last. Um, I mean, we obviously know the beats that are being played. Michael and Sasha, yeah. We obviously know the beats that are being played. Willow is about to be revealed as Nina's true daughter. I, you know, I mean, if the writing isn't on the wall in graffiti, you know, neon, glow in the dark, then I don't know, you know, then take away my soap fan card because, you know, within the next month to, wait, what is it right now? July? So, yeah, within the next two months, we're going to find out that Willow is, is Nina's real daughter. It looks that they seem to have come to a, a nice understanding. And for her, for Nina to come to apologize to her, that's a long way for Nina to come and say to her, I guess we're not so much. I guess we're not that much different after all. Well, this is a storyline we've seen played on General Hospital more than once before, but the most obvious connection we can play is Alexis and Sam. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, so I I really, Candace, I'm so sorry that your phone died. I wish you were here right now. Um, I'm going to ask you, David. Rebecca Buttig, Hayden. Going back into town, how you feeling? Uh, I have a hunch that she's going to use Chase to get to Finn. Hmm. Interesting theory. I didn't even think of that myself. Hmm. How do I they're, feel about yeah, that? Yeah, they're going to be on. They're going to be on tomorrow show where he says can we have a do-over so I wonder and we know the way Hayden thinks so I'm wondering if if uh, it's going to go in her turn around in her head that if she could use him 
use Chase to get to Finn and get him, you know, get his juices flowing again, just to make Finn jealous. All right. Where do you think the baby is? I think um, he's with a nanny back in Rome. Okay. Do you think Anna's going to be the one to break that all open? Uh, how long do we have Rebecca on? Uh, Rebecca's open-ended. She's on contract right now, so she's not going anywhere anytime she soon. She is on contract. She's and on Anna's contract, due back. yeah. Anna's due back the end Anna of August. Finola's we'll see her back, back on screen. Yeah. We'll see her back on screen the end of August. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I do think Anna will probably end up um, breaking that open for him. Those All right, gonna switching gears. Like yeah. What do you think about this teacher guy that they've thrown into Lulu's orbit? Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. Dustin Phillips. Um, I always liked Mark. Um, I'm not sure how how many times he's going to be on, but I think, um, I don't know if bringing him on, bringing him on contract, I don't think, right now, I'm, I think they'll... They're going to think about him and maybe keep him on the recurring budget. Um, I think to keep him on the recurring budget for now, I'm hoping that there's an unknown link to someone in Port Charles that would solidify him as a character. Yeah. Um, I think right now, you know, to recast Dante would be a disservice to the couple, the story, the show, Mm -hmm. Dominic Zamprona. So if Dominic can't come back, which obviously right now it looks like he can't, um, I wouldn't mind seeing I wouldn't mind seeing that play out a little bit and link him to someone else. I love Mark. I've loved Mark, you know, from day one on One Life to Live. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely think he would be a great addition and link him to someone in cast would be great. Um I like the little interplay between them. I think that Maxie saw it. And so this is not the end of the storyline. We're going to get more of this. That's good. I'm going to address now the, let's call it, elephant in the room. Um, All right. Do you think that there's enough chemistry to warrant a triangle between Cam, Josh, and Dev? Right now? Yeah. Not right now. Um, I think as... I don't see it now, but I can see potential. Up until yesterday... So maybe down the road. (coughs) Excuse me. Up until yesterday, I thought it was forced. They were throwing too much at these two characters too soon. Um, And then you found her on the bridge. And... Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. 
we already know that she has chemistry with um with Will, uh, aka Cameron. Um, now right. I've seen it for for real with her and and um Dev. So, who do you think pushed Lisa off the boat? Uh, oh God. Well, no one that. Well, could it be someone that's maybe not on Candace? That would be an interesting twist, but my personal gut is I think Brad did it in a moment of desperation. You think he was going to inject her? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I don't think that they wanted us to believe that. I think that's, that that was actually happening. I think that he's unraveling. He's becoming beyond desperate. And they're setting up, I mean, let's face it, Shallow is not long for poor Charles. They're setting up the whodunit. And just about everybody in Port Charles has a reason to murder him at this point. Including, I have a feeling that there's more to Donna Day, a.k.a. Hayden, than we know as of yet as well. It'd be very interesting more, if You think there's more Hayden's Donna Day coming? Oh, I think so. I, don't, I love your theory about her, her baby being in, in Rome with a nanny. But how interesting would it be if her baby was actually in Beach's corner being taken care of? By some dawn of day. Oh, uh, Donnie's. <laughs> oh, my God. That's powerful. But, you know, I don't, I don't know if the thing is it's confusing because here's the one thing. I think I always thought Donna Day may be ending, but I think there's still room for Kobe to come out as Hank. More for him, more for the fact that Coastal Entertainment has Kobe down for two for um, two fan you know two fantasy events coming up in 2020. So I'm wondering if he's sticking around. That's what got and and in the current cast. Well, you know, unfortunately, that doesn't. I, you know, I'd love that to mean that he was staying because I actually, I, I, I enjoy him tremendously. Um, he's he's very easy to look at. He's very easy to listen to. Um, I don't like the yeah, character, yes. but I mean, you know, based upon what he did over in Genoa City and what they've thrown at him here in Port Charles, he can play anything. Um, I'd love. You know, they love the brainwashing storyline. I mean, they've done it throughout the years. Holly's been brain- – everybody's been brainwashed at some point. I'd love to find out that there's a deeper storyline to all of this. Maybe his father is actually still alive somewhere and pulling the strings. Yes. And, you know, yes. he starts to remember his, his real reality versus, you know, what he's being brainwashed. That would be a great right. story to play um, and a great way to keep him on canvas. Uh, but it seems it seems as though they, they're setting up, you know, an awesome November sweeps whodunit. You know, everyone down to, to Jack, uh, Bobby, you know, Jacqueline Zeman, Bobby. You know, everybody's got a yeah. reason, you know, to want to kill him. So I wonder if they'll they'll try it, but I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll be killed off. I think I think it's coming, but I don't think he'll die from it. I think a lot of 
if it happens. Who could they pair him if with they think, to help? Huh? To help him? Who? Who could they pair him with to help redeem him? Whether it be through he's being brainwashed, or he sees the light, or he falls in love and wants to. Who could they pair him with that would make it substantial enough to keep him on canvas? Oh God. Well. In those flashbacks, he he knew Kim. Mm-hmm. He seems to know Kim. Um, I have two theories on this. I I like yeah. the idea of of him and Kim healing each other, but I think it would be a more interesting story to somehow redeem him in and through and with Christina. Oh. Oh, Sonny would, and Alexis would hit the roof. That would ripple across the whole canvas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we have to call this one a night. Absolutely. It's been Thank a wonderful you for, show. Um, anchoring it with me in the, the last half of the hour. <laughs> Thank you so much to Chad for coming on and spreading his okay. light. Guys, check out his pages. Look for his new movie. And um, come back next week because um, I'm going to throw one in little for a hint. Treat. You're in for a treat. And it starts with like sends through the hourglass. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pam, Music feel might... better? Yeah. Please feel better, Pam. All right, guys. See you soon. We'll... David, have a great night. Have a great weekend. You too. Good night. See you all next week. Good night, everybody. <laughs>